finale of people like games i'm solo and i'm lila and uh, as per usual you are tuned into uh, the best damn podcast in the gaming industry trademark 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 pew 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 let's go baby for all of our faithful listeners of long term time yes that's a one way to put it um we are grateful and here we are at our season two finale episode 60 because uh while we had initially intended 25 episodes to be the <laughs> marker to because it makes sense just throw it out there to, it makes uh, sense well you know it arbitrarily <laughs> made sense to make it 25 so i, I arbitrarily Arbit- pushed it back to, to 30 and so Fair. now we're at 60 and you know we are going to be doing a lot more and a lot of new stuff going forward and i'm not gonna press too hard on that because we'll get into that in future episodes which will be a surprise anyhow i'm gonna keep it with the theme of season two and that is keeping it moving onto the plug walk because that's how we kick this shit off social channels at people like games is a twitter at lilo plg for lilo What's up? Don't at me because I don't have an account. So hit us up on the major team account, uh, squad account, yes, squad, yes, squad. Yes. Ice Cream Lambo. And you can find the show over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play. I don't know what their deal is with whatever their podcast player is Stitcher, yeah, SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. Anchor, basically everyone minus Tidal, which. We might get to eventually. We might not. We don't Season care. Season three goals. Give <laughs> a move. Yeah. And uh, maybe YouTube soon and Twitch, but who knows? Probably not. We'll find out. Anyway. You're such a tease. Now I'm going to kick <laughs> I'm just going to tease everything and then release a few things because that's how time works. That's how we do. I'm going to kick Fair. it over to Lilo and let's have him give you a little bit of... It's the talk, baby. Table of contents. So we try to give you a rundown of what to expect in every episode that we are doing. And this week, with the season finale, we're doing something special for you. So normally, we'd have normally three or four segments, starting with a quick scope, maybe Solo's rant in there, followed that by my game Spotlight, and Leffin. Well, rather, we call it Leffin in season two. It's the final lap. But... This week, we are going to do our highlights for each section that we've done for the past 30 episodes. So what do I mean? Quick scope, we normally covered the scope of the industry over the past week between episodes, and that would include anything business-related or game-related that we thought would be of interest for you. So we started putting together questions like, hey, what were your top five trends that you noticed for the industry? You know, uh, what was the biggest single development that we saw over the past season? What is been your favorite gaming moment, both personally and professionally, and things of that nature. So that's how we cover Quickscope. Solo is going to give you his favorite rant for the best 30 episodes, which I'm definitely looking forward to. I already know what it is. Uh, 
For the game spotlight, I'm going to give you my favorite game that I enjoyed covering this past 30 episodes. And then our final lap is actually relabeled La Fin de Season 2. La Fin. And we're talking about our projections for the future. And that is what we expect for Season 3 and hopefully our goals for PLG as a brand, as a podcast, as a friendship, and move forward. So without further ado... Solo, I'm going to kick it over to you, and uh, it starts off on a somber note, just like usual. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not going to take the shot, because I was going to do the quickscope soundbite, and pause, because the passing of Steven Hillenberg, who was the creator of Spongebob uh, from ALS, happened uh, yesterday, uh, for listeners of this on Wednesday. Uh, our condolences to his friends and family. What is yeah. what is there to say about SpongeBob? Uh, Dude, he's only fifty six. Only fifty six. is a bitch. Alice is a bitch, and so you know, pause, moment of silence, and you know, SpongeBob. SpongeBob, part of our childhood, <laughs> man. That that yeah. crazy psychotic show helped raise us. <laughs> it's, a, what, it's what twenty years old. That's that's ridiculous, almost. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's next year it goes over twenty years. And, yeah. And it's, you know, not even meme culture, just it's sort of importance growing up as a, a cultural, you know, sort of. Uh, it's a cultural icon. Everyone that. recognizes the introduction. Yeah. So you talk about memes, right? Yeah. Quick story. Just like you go on Reddit or any other meme site, really. You'll see people know how to fucking make memes to hit you in the feels. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's a, it's a point just, of connection for an entire crazy. generation's childhood, and so true. You know that's that it, it was sort of the stage after the Rugrats and all the sort of childhood shows that we saw, and so SpongeBob yep. carried us through to no cartoons for a long time. Anywho. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on uh, from that. Not much uh, to, to, to really add too much there. RIP once again. And uh, on to a little bit of uh, surprise news, relatively speaking, because I had to get one story in. Red Dead Redemption 2 online beta is out. Leo and I will be playing it today. It is going to be interesting. Uh we have a lot to cover about it, but you won't hear that for a while. Hey, pause. Now let's get into <laughs> the real episode. Anywho, yes, let's kick it off with a idea that uh, Lilo, being a jerk that we had, really <laughs> tried to, you know, plan this episode out. Suddenly dropped on mm-hmm, us just as mm-hmm. we were planning and that March, just before we were about to record and that was describe the season in one sentence and what a great question. So we will, I'm going to let you start it off. Ah, thank you. So kind of you to let me start this topic off that I definitely thought of right before we started recording. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, describe the season in one sentence and so I'd say Season two to me, and anyone, if you ever get to know me, you'll understand what this means. But season two to me is the ascent of a rocket. And it sounds interesting, but I wanted to say roller coaster because there's been ups and downs in our season and our quality and what's going on. But really, it's only been up. Like everything that we've been doing, all the progressions you've made with us and listening, it's been the ascent. And that's, I know we, we title our seasons and that's what we do. 
this is called the separation and that's what we wanted to do i really think we made that separation and to me it's like a separation from those people on earth to the people in the atmosphere and like hopefully in space we're on the way up the fucking spaceship is rumbling it's 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 giving us a little feedback however we're making it out there making out in space and then from space we can go any fucking where we want to so i i I would say it's the ascent of a spacecraft that kind of shit i know solo's like oh my god tears you should see the tear coming out of his eye right here just like oh so good so good i couldn't have said it better myself yeah that was (laughs) what do you think pretty well put um and pretty you know pretty tough to uh be able to top but i guess the best way to really describe it would be we sort of feel like or i sort of feel like uh the wright brothers in 1902 hey why you gotta steal my aerospace shit because that's how we're making it that's how we're making this happen right (laughs) so uh you know Let's say, yeah, we're, we're, we're like we're like the right, even though it's the end of November, I'm just going to call it December because Thanksgiving over and it's basically Christmas season, which is just December. And That's so true. we're like those the, commercials. Look it up. We're the Wright Brothers in December 1902. Give us a year. That's all I really got to add on that. Anywho. Now, on to our uh, next little topic, which we don't have sound cues for, so I am going to do the Smash Brother bat. All right, boom. I like it. Nice. That worked, because now we have sound cues for switching topics. So, on to our next topics, which is biggest news stories of the past 30 episodes. You wanna you wanna start it off or shall I? I do, I do. I'm gonna steal this. Only because I kinda have a shit ton and we say biggest news story, so implies plural. And at first we thought it was just gonna be a big news story and whatever. I have more than one. One thing I definitely think that has been the biggest news story for gaming in general is definitely Fortnite's meteoric rise in the public sphere, in the public atmosphere understanding how fortnite is a game and how i mean inevitably ninja rose with it and there is a face of gaming and it happens to be ninja so i think that is something that we've covered to fucking we've covered every aspect of fucking there was a time and place where fortnite. we couldn't get away from that but we could, we were finally it's able true. to every week every week they yeah. were making news every uh-huh. week they had multiple segments and they still do every week they are making strides however fortnite is the game that is known around the world to everybody. Parents who don't fucking play games know their kids play games. You know what I'm saying? They know they play Fortnite. They know that's the biggest deal. I think we covered the heart, rather, the quickest acceleration of a video game that we're going to see for a long period of time, the, the, the quickest ascent of a video game or the rise to fame that Fortnite had. And now it's a, it's a staple. The other thing I'd say... Biggest news drop. I mean, this is kind of a cop out, but I'd say next gen consoles. Us being able to cover the fact that there's official news for Xbox Scarlet, I guess you'd say, and then also PS5 
it is getting to the near end of life for these current gen consoles and knowing that these next gen consoles are coming out that's it always happens and people are expecting it it's just it's cool that it happened during the season we we got like a definitive proof that these next gen consoles are going to be real yes finally i would say the biggest news story and i don't really want to get too deep into it but we could it's a big rabbit hole is uh i would say china's censorship of gaming media and yeah, that, their that. effect on the gaming market i would say like the the effect that their regulations will have on the gaming market but i'm gonna uh, there's a lot to dive into but either way in so you go and say that was actually one of my most unexpected stories of the year which was the Ooh, okay. sort of sudden level of censorship and restrictions that they were that china was starting to put on gaming in particular we ended up covering monster hunter being pulled in china in episode 46 yes. without explanation and <laughs> over time seeing how the chinese government released information uh about how they thought video games were responsible for myopia and then how just recently tencent released you know like an id verification <laughs> system Asia. you know uh, true true the face know, recognition yeah and yeah. you know the identity so if you're a certain age you can only play for a certain amount of time and you know especially corresponding with china's sudden i believe to be launched social credit system you're not trying to true, cheat true. that shit yeah, as well. wait, wait, no. it's all connected that, that's unexpected we can cover that yeah. soon anyway what um, are your biggest developments all connected i thought uh one was microsoft or and xbox's slow transformation and turnaround i thought going into sort of early season you know mid-season one or rather two i guess one because we're on ending the end of now. one into yeah. two yeah uh we had covered how sea of thieves didn't exactly launch how they had expected and how things have sort of slowed down in what they've been trying to accomplish uh for that year and so by seeding the year to sony uh they slowly acquired companies they probably built up their technology they're pretty primely positioned for the next generation of yes. the console race. They put themselves in great position, uh, for and sure. so that was quietly done, but we noticed here, and so the same doubts that I sort of very explicitly expressed in season one, it's I can like now listened. take back. They listened exactly. to us, right? I bitch hard. Seriously. I bitch hard, and, and now I really don't. I, I'm excited to see what Microsoft has to offer for his next generation so console. Many, so many games. That's a surprise. It's going to be sick. That, that's a development over the course of the season. Also, Discord's transformation, where early in the season, we were covering how they were raising money. They were part of the billion-dollar unicorn club of yep, valuation. Yep, 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 yep. But now seeing them move into a games market, the beta launching, that's been curious. Um, and you know what else I'm going to try to get into with those stories. But I'm going to hold off on that because uh, that'll be part of... Uh, a later segment that might be more interesting uh, sure. any other stories you got that sort of uh tickled your boat no <laughs> tickled my boat. boat is tickled that your a boat. fucking idiom I, that's I, not I, a fucking idiom I, I, was gonna say a flo- I was gonna say float your boat I was gonna say 
Tickle your fancy. It's the fucking Jesus Christ. And then I pause, and I don't know why I thought of the word. And then your brain just fucking switched. Jesus Christ. So ridiculous. Boat. I think. I mean, just to reiterate, like next gen consoles, they're they're coming. They're coming. They're definitive. And I remember us talking to the season. Hide your kids. (laughs) They're coming. (laughs) They're coming. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say in the beginning of the season, we were both on the fence of whether or not it'd just be cloud gaming. And there was questions in the industry and like articles were coming out on big gaming news sites about whether or not we thought next gen consoles were going to come. And then I realized like, well, rather the public realized we like tangible boxes. We like, we like physical boxes. We like all that evidence of the games here. And we didn't put together the fact that cloud gaming was going to come in those boxes. If that makes sense, like I did. the boxes are processed. Well, fuck you, man. All I right, did. I'm just saying, fuck you. I've been on the cloud way, gaming trend since episode one. It's a one. combo. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a combo of the two because Xbox is making two separate consoles, episode definitively. One, one for cloud gaming and one for physical consoles, meaning or physical CDs, meaning that like it's not going anywhere. They're still here. You yourself always preach fucking physical, so I'm happy that we were able to get that information and get it out in season two. And it's supposedly it's the biggest news drop because there are games currently being developed for next gen, and that is what we're looking forward to, right? Microsoft's yeah. moves, not for Xbox One X, not for the current Xbox. Just they're re- they're ready, they're making moves for the next console and the next generation. And I think I bet you all those studios that they fucking absorbed and they bought out. They're making games for the next gen. So yeah. that's what I'm excited about. Well, hopefully they make the right games. Anywho. True. That's uh, pretty much uh, mostly what I got. Uh, I figure a couple of... See- just seeing just seeing story developments as a whole, seeing how Pokemon Go went from in- introducing like a quest system early in season two to now seeing a fully revamped Pokemon Go that's sort of be waiting to be uh, integrated into a Nintendo Switch version of Pokemon Go, which Beezus described pretty well to me, and he put on the subreddit as well, which was a cross between uh, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Stadium, if you haven't played it yet. Yeah. It's all right, but it just... It lacks Pokemon-ness to me, especially if you're... I, it, like, if they had just ma- re... Whatever. Make a goddamn 3D remake of the original games, Red and Blue. People will buy it. People will want to play it. Stop Dude, with this. They're doing. They're, stop they're with trying this shit. Evolution, man. Stop they're trying with, to do the evolution. With, it's just, I think it's the next thing. <laughs> stop with the we're next stuck. thing. We're old man. Dude, we're we, old. Like, those are our first games. We're old oh, man. Yeah. Give me it a 20-year remake. All these remakes, and they can't make fucking Pokemon for my phone. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> We are uh, also a lot of fucking lawsuits this year by gaming True. companies that, against gaming that companies. That is a, a definitive point, and but that's also business. the year that microtransactions uh, finally came to the attention of gamers. Shout out to that one guy who started this entire thing with Battlefront 2. Yeah. Fuck you, Black Ops. Yeah. Anywho. On to our next story. Sound cue time. Or on to our next topic. Set of topics. Yeah, next segment topic within. Boom. Segment. Favorite. Favorite gaming moments. <laughs> favorite. Favorite. I like the favorite gaming moments. Favorite. Professional and uh, personal. Personal. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Favorite gaming moments. You take the lead. Go for it. Okay. 
I guess we're going to go first with the show related. So uh, I guess uh, part of that favorite show related moment, would that be included? In I mean, this? you're changing it, of course, last minute. Like well, you do. Is that, is sure, that, is that not considered? I guess it, it is. It is within the scope. But for I'll me, it like was literally a gaming Episode moment. 36 and Rumor Mill, we ended up finding a story about the potential release of two Pokemon games for Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, and it came off of and, fucking, and came, what was it? I don't even know. Some uh, what random was that? forum board. Yeah, no, no, no. What's the fucking... I know what it's called. Oh, my God. This is going to bother me. If you're so... 4chan. It came out 4chan. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And so... That random was, gaming board. Yeah. That was pretty cool 4chan. that once the game came out to be like, hey, that confirmed that uh, because that was something interesting. I also thought it was hilarious when PUBG sued Fortnite. Um. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the pot singing the kettle for being black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, like, I just laughed. I was like, man, God, fucking, fucking stupid. damn it. Um, I guess uh, I, I greatly enjoyed our first final lap segment, which was uh, why aren't there more movie video games? Because. Dude, I, that was my talk. There was that was, that we, I, I gotta relate that to later, but it's the same idea. We can go yeah. to it now. It's not no, a big deal. Shit. And that's lastly, a good, that's a good point. I'm just going to say personal gaming moments, playing God of War and sort of playing through it. That was an experience uh, that Damn really it. sort of brought Fuck. me back into gaming to a, a sort of more, a deeper degree, because as much as I had been enjoying playing Overwatch and Fortnite and a couple of these uh, multiplayer games, it was really cool to be able to just dive in fully to a game with that sort of depth of narrative and commitment to sort of like a cinematic and mature gaming experience. So, Do you hear this? Does everyone hear this? That was awesome. Like, Solo's checking off boxes about a game like they actually met his quota yeah. he, he's not bitching no. which is interesting and it is so interesting to me that bang. he's not he's not bitching about like oh guess what this is fucking bullshit this is terrible nope. to me my standards he, he was like listen god of war like it, it hit god of war boxes. Bang. Check all the boxes. red dead 2 slow start but red dead 2 is banging now i'm not gonna lie it is shout, it out, fucking shout sweet. out to the gold bar glitch i have <laughs> yeah, that all was gold bad news bears. guns in everything it is beautiful i feel so bad i, I still, shouldn't have told him about I that still, i still rob people like i'm broke so <laughs> good point so Fair. shout out to the mindset anyway uh and what you got for professional I'm just going to oh, say yeah, or epi- personal. episode 45, the people okay. arrive on Spotify. That's there you it. go. That was a big moment. That, that was it. a big moment. That we were after Spotify for the first 45 episodes. <laughs> and and you got know, it. we were working on it and Anchor didn't have their shit together. And they, they, yeah, yeah, shit happens. Shit happens. Still owe a, a bottle of wine to because I told her it's under one and it's been a minute. But well, we'll, uh, we'll it's definitely been a minute, but just we'll surprises are nice, yeah, as exactly. you'll learn tomorrow. Exactly. So I'm gonna send that shit out. Uh, what about professional? So Go professional, quick. If you got anything, uh, I mean, all right, never mind. Gaming? I got you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't got anything professional, I, I got this. Uh, I got you this. take that one. What are we doing professionally in gaming? Uh, so favorite gaming professional moment for me was learning about the international and how. I actually didn't know this before this season. The international raises money and it raises money by crowdsourcing all the oh, fucking yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah. where all that money comes from the people and the prize pool has just increased every year since 2011. Shout so it went from like 8 editor. million 
to 10 million to like 20 million to 24 million to 25 million to 27 million and this year is like 28 so whatever the case is those numbers also please don't fact check me those are wrong but it is up to the 25 plus million whatever and that's all crowdsourced so dota makes money off of skins and things they don't help your in-game character but they do make your character look nice all that money goes back into the prize pool for the professional players it's fucking awesome to see. Did not realize that that much money was raised by the people and put back into the game, which is really, really cool. Professional moment, seeing who wins and like following those tournaments are awesome. I'd say um, it's not really professional, but I, I kind of grouped it into this. It's just like Ninja's Rise to Fame showed that like a professional, ex-professional gamer can be the face of the gaming industry, but it brought about questions that I actually wanted to bring up, which is kind of off topic here, but... It's weird to me that Ninja is the face of gaming. He is. He's the face of Fortnite for sure, without a doubt. But he's also the face of gaming because he was on CNN. He was on MSNBC. He was on all these big news networks covering gaming. And they describe Fortnite. No, but Fortnite is also... mainstream face of gaming. That's the word you're looking for. He is the mainstream face That's of gaming. It. My question is, do you envision that there's going to be other individuals as the mainstream face of gaming the same way there are other individuals who are mainstream for NFL or NBA? Like in the NBA, you can think of there's LeBron James, of course. Everyone will have a year. Giannis, you have all these other fucking players like, like KP. Ninja, Bola, Ninja, like, so you like, think about it like this, right? Doctor, Doctor James Harden, Steph Curry, nothing like that. No, broke the window. For, he did. Yeah, I mean, into the real world with a character. That was like Michael Jordan, though. Too. It was like Colbert. More so, Colbert's character. You're talking fucking hosts, um, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Colbert's comedy character did go into the real world as well. It's not like he dropped the act the second he was, you know, outside. He always carried that character, except for when it was explicitly understood he didn't. But regardless, then you, we all know what happened there. I can jump into it. But then his stature never ended up blowing up outside of that. Ninja sort of transformed himself to be made into the face of gaming by like right. not cursing anymore becoming a bit more kid friendly etc I Dude, think he made smart business moves he definitely did Very but smart. he also happened to his rise also happened to be sort of coincidental to Fortnite's rise as well of as and I think they are forever going to be tied as well forever. as Amazon Prime's Twitch uh deal at the time Twitch, where yeah, you would yeah, automatically get a free subscription and so yes, he free Prime up, subscription he blew up at a, a at a coincidentally insane time, and you know he's he's, he's leveled off you know. as well. And so now I see him. I think he tweeted something about like Smash today. Like, is he going to ride around on the bigger games and become sort of like a a popular gen general streamer? I think yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know I think that there there's going to be someone else who is going to rise to to that to that to the popularity thing this coming you know i mean every year will be one new face that grows up into the into the thing and so you know i'm I'm curious to see ninja's rise was pretty crazy you know i thought drake ninja was was part of season two but it's not that that's where i was going with this and i was going to try to loop it back just like you got hip-hop culture and gaming culture together officially like visual proof other than obviously rappers instagrams playing games and stuff like that like we saw the popularity boom and we were there we were present for it we covered it that shit is fucking sweet and professionally because i consider that he's a i would say ninja that is his profession so i'm gonna 
you know, <laughs> stretch the rules here and say that like professionally that was fucking dope. Um, I'm curious to see if he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll last or if they ninja. Hey, I, I don't know. And I that's why know. I bring up like in terms of sports, if you're bringing back the sports, there are sports figureheads that you know regardless of the sport like michael jordan is one of them lebron james steph curry everyone knows him james harden maybe like you have these big names who's the next name who's the other guy other than ninja like, for gaming but or that, is gaming that, too that, big does it span no, too no, many no, sports because no, it's like this right the it's like the olympics who's the face of the right olympics in front of you but it just takes like you know a coincidental boom it's like i'm saying like there, a game will come out that will find a, a level of popularity, maybe coincidentally, which I thought was going to be black. You know what I mean? The game makes the streamer. So PUBG made Dr. Disrespect. Fortnite made Ninja. Like, of course, they were there before they were streaming, whatever. But they were made in association with those games because they were the right personalities, like you're saying, like the Steph Curry's, the LeBron J- Right. <laughs> they become people because James Harden has been around the league for a while when he was on the Thunder playing six man. But people only really started knowing him, knowing him once he was sort of on the Rockets and sort of, you know what yep, I mean? Yep, yep. It works like that. And so I, I'm sure the next big streamer is going to find their niche game. I got you. Yes. Find the niche game. Find the next thing. It'll be the next hit. And of course, they'll rise. But I where get is it. the next thing so, is a question. That's. That's a question that we got. That's a question we got. Um, personally, in terms of favorite game moment, I hated you and I said fuck you because uh, I also say God of War, beating God of War, and also that being the first game that we could fully review together. Me understanding what you were talking about because you had talked me through the whole game and talked about like, oh, you're going to fucking like this, like this. Couple that with you sending me the PS4 and like, hey. if you didn't know, Solo sent me a PS4 in the mail and also sent me God of War so I could fucking play the game. And he's like, listen, I'm tired of you not playing the game and me talking about it. I want to review it. So you fucking play it so we can talk about hey. it together. That was a big moment in terms of our podcast, but also in gaming and understanding. I also haven't had a PS4 forever. Just yeah, to let yeah, you know, yeah. although he did a very altruistic thing, he also got two PS4s, so hey, he did yeah, have yeah. an extra. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, either way. Because Solo's, Solo's smart enough to know you got to be rich and then get back. <laughs> I like it. Uh, the other thing would be us, like we mentioned in episode 58, starting the game together again, realizing that we had not done that in a while. Playing paladins and dominating some people is fucking sweet. And that's actually one of the my favorite gaming moments of the past season. I know it's been very recent and maybe recency bias plays into a little bit. However, it's still fucking yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. So it was that's the first what time, I got for fame and gaming moments. It was the first time probably in almost the entirety of season two that we might have gamed or towards the latter half. Right. No, I mean, Second we half. stopped Overwatch in season one together. Yeah. And that was the last game we competitively played together. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so it was. And Paladins, it's funny how it's fucking Overwatch light, but whatever the case is. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm always doomed to my hell, and Paladins <laughs> comes back in its Diet Cola version. But, anywho, next up, we are going to hit the bat. Just so you know, we're changing topics and or segments. I don't know why I keep saying fucking topics. Because of Quicksilver being stuck in my brain. I was going to say top like three to five most unexpected stories of the season. Seems like a lot. So I'll just go with sort of some unexpected developments. Yeah, uh, sure. One, just go for uh, it. One, one to me would be the sort of celebrif- 
Christification. I don't know how to say that. The amount of celebrities that have sort of slot, uh, flocked with uh, into gaming in terms of investments and how VC money is sort of flown. Celebrification. As well. Not a word, but we can make it yeah, one. We could, I like yeah. that. Um, and so, if, honestly, not even kidding. If, if, we just it felt literally right. at Webster Dictionary, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's a good word." Yeah. Celebrification. Hit them up, Lilo. Hit them up on <laughs> yeah, that Twitter. I got you. At, I got you. at people like games, you already know the deal. Um, <laughs> I like it. Bug walk and. That was interesting to me. Uh, again, one of my most ex- unexpected stories, which we already covered a couple minutes earlier, was China's attitude and sudden censorship and regulation of gaming. Uh, right. That was pretty crazy. Can I say something real yeah. fast before we go to the third topic? Shoot. Can I, I just want to play devil's advocate. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We knew about their social uh, currency, or rather their social grading system, a year ago. So... In hindsight, if they were going to regulate their society's social, um, what is it? Social activity, social acceptance, social presence on social media in general. Why wouldn't they regulate video games? Because just throw out there. I'd see regulating video games. I'd see regulating the type of content. I wouldn't. I'm surprised to go as far as regulating the amount of time the content is allowed to be consumed. Dude, they're giving people citizen scores and then charging them different tax amounts. Yeah, that's Why me. wouldn't they regulate every because aspect we, of their we, being? We, we basically do that. What do you think your fucking, basically, more or less your credit score is? True. However, and your credit score, score is what? That's based your off credit, of social your media. Your credit score is what? Connected to where you fall on the social ladder. And what is that but a means to access in society? How is it not the same fucking thing? At least they're explicit about it. It's a similar <laughs> concept, but it's not based off social media. And social, be- social media is social ubiquitous. social media, but it takes it into account. It's just like a larger Big Brother scheme. Tencent no, it's has a become big, more it's a Big Brother. Big brother I, I thought China was going... Obviously, I mean, China is obviously capitalistic. This is an entirely different conversation, but it's a surprise to see China crack down with this level of regulation because even though they're usually prone to be, you know, you know, trying to do something like that, they never go. This is an overreach, even for China's, uh, you know, for how China operates on a normal basis. Clearly, they so, would disagree, but I digress. They're, they're going to rescind this one. at some point. And, um, I guess last unexpected story would be maybe I don't know. I want to say the sudden collapse of PUBG, but it's not really a collapse because they still have huge numbers. Uh, maybe the sort of rebirth of Pokemon. Maybe the popularity of fucking Eevee. Um, but no, I, I guess that there's not too many more unexpected stories because <laughs> you know the people. Who like games? The squad, we always know, so. Very few <laughs> things. Get past us. All right, all right. Hey. I want to fill in the gaps there, because I do think there are a few things you didn't cover, but they're related to one subject specifically that I think uh, would be pr- pretty funny. So, I actually covered the fact that uh, PLG... Hold on one second. We're, we're doing some technical difficulties, uh, and uh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. But... So I'll just cover China. I also said China. So we hadn't vetted through what we thought. We thought it'd be fun to come in uh, blank slates and not like going through our topics. But China, to me, unexpected, made big moves. But then, like I said, in my opinion, and that's all it is, I do think hindsight is twenty twenty. We should have understood that they're going to regulate everything about wrong. their country. 
I don't agree. We all See, know that's opinions just an opinion, are though. entirely objective, and therefore yours is wrong. <laughs> of course. But uh, something that I do think was unexpected to both of us, and if Sola denies this, I'm going to just rub it in his face because I know he's a fucking liar. I have sound bites proving he's a liar. Is that uh, Sony relenting on crossplay, we did not expect. No, I didn't. We thought that Sony no. was going to Ride be like, out. listen, bitches. This is our uh, fucking yeah, yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm and this is, I'm, this is yeah, what we got. Shit, that's on me. I can't believe that slipped through the crack. Yeah. That's right? a great one. That's a good right? touch. So Sony um, definitely surprised us by being like, listen, yeah. we'll do some crossplay every now and then. Fortnite, if you one. want to do it, it's fine. I still need to find was, out why. I think there's definitely a big why. There is a big why, and that can come in season three, but yeah. it's not out yet. Like, We're going to find it, out. It's not out. That's um, a season the other three question. Why, Sony? Why? Yeah. The other thing about Sony that is surprising, and this is another thing, is just it's recent, and it's also probably why I was on top of my mind. They decided to skip out on E3 for the first time in 24 years. That's, That's coming out this next year. That's surprising, I think, to a lot of the gaming community. It might not be surprising to you, all being all knowing. However, the Nintendo. <laughs> oh, I got one. Go. Wait, hold on. Yeah. I just want to finish my thought. PS4 could be setting a trend here and if you looked at e3 look at our coverage of e3 we, you understood excuse me that all the other bigger publishing entities in the gaming world like microsoft like bethesda all these specific um just companies in general they actually held their own events outside of e3 so e3 was at a convention center and then they held their own events either earlier or after e3 that was kind of a sign of the times it's happened before in the past but ps or rather Sony announcing that they won't actually do anything at E3 is a huge surprise considering they've been a staple for the better half of two decades. Like that's, Uh, that is kind of huge. That's a big, that's a big moment that we're privy to. No. And we get to speculate on what's going to happen. I'll put it like this. No, because if we're going to go with the benefit of hindsight is 2020, we're going to see that, I was having some trouble with my headphones. Uh, we're, we would right. see that Nintendo sort of moved a, a majority of its announcements to Nintendo Direct, so it's it's paid dividends for Nintendo in terms of keeping in the, them in the conversation. And so to start seeing so- Sony do a, a similar concept where they're going to do their own sort of miniature uh, events every couple of months, I think it'll serve them better than it will going it will to especially like since E3. they do still and own the market what better way but to announce it than to say you're skipping e3 and then announcing it with something like the ps5 or teasing something like yeah i mean teasing something big you got it you got gotcha. have it's what we talked about in our last episode or the other maybe two weeks ago when we covered the story which is they better have something to full a move like this and if they don't yeah bad move anyway bad move. um Lastly, I was going to say Nintendo Labo being not as successful as considered. Um, And so Nintendo Labo not being as successful as we thought it was going to be uh, was maybe not as surprising because I, I just thought it was too complex a concept to adapt to the market. But 
it'll be great in schools and the sort of soft, right. the core software. We don't know the repercussion of that. We yeah. don't know how the effect of that is going to bubble yeah. out. But I mean, that's a that multi, multi-year cool. study. And the core software underlying it is pretty useful uh, for teaching children more so than Absolutely. it is being functional in a gaming uh, product. So what can you do? Which brings us to our next topic. And this is a little bit of a different sound bite. That is, you heard it right, Falco dying in Super Smash Brothers, which is coming out in 10 days, according to some tweet I saw. Nine days, according to now, because I always forget that. Dude, December 7th, when, man. I don't know. I always forget that when I'm recording uh, is a day that is not the day you are hearing this. So, right. I just keep saying today, and I can't imagine that's confusing. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> When people Christ. check, and they're like, what a fucking liar. And I'm like, my bad. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> I didn't think about present and future tense. Anyway, tenses aside, let's go on to the biggest fail. Shout out. Shout out. Big shout out to GameStop. Real impressive. You all are probably quite unaware they rolled out a potential uh, rental program that ended up folding up within 72 hours because they realized very quickly that they did not have the software or literally anything in place to be able to execute an idea like that and simply saying you plan to do something like that isn't the same as actually doing something like that. So... That CEO ended up stepping down, so not much to really add there. That was a fail because it ended up being followed by Amazon ending their 20% off discounts for pre-ordered games, which was followed by Best Buy ending their Gamers Club, which was... Vice versa. I mean, it was all in the same time frame following that. Even... GameStop closed their Elite Pro membership. Uh, so Fucking a lot assholes. of these gaming deals ended up closing down simultaneously because they realized that... Um, people are going to buy them anyway. People are going to buy there's them There's a now. big interest now. Yeah, there's no point in discounting them anymore to incentivize it. So that's all I got. So shout out GameStop. Y'all fail. Y'all are failures. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I would say... So we originally titled or rather nomenclature for this subject was biggest disappointment so that's where that's the approach that i'm going to take so i had the biggest fails i'm going to go the biggest disappointment and it's a personal thing i'd say personally and this is just stupid but at the same time it made me upset kingdom hearts the date was pushed back to 2019 and i know it only got pushed back a month from the original december 31st date that they said they were going to release or whatever but it pissed me off that was my biggest disappointment of this year i really was looking forward to playing kingdom hearts with solo because if you don't know we played cage 2 for three days straight next to each other side by side on two tvs with two hey, fucking ps2s no and it was books. epic hey. uh, well time out i did get the guidebook I, we both I used the guidebook so that's, that's i not remember that part vividly yeah because i fucking oh, I, I bought the game and the guidebook you just bought the game and then we right. i stayed at his R. house R. oh my books. god just three days straight. We both ended the game in 90 plus levels, aka I was level 99. So I was like, I can do it at 92. <laughs> I got to 97 eventually. That staircase oh, 90, is just. Eventually, yeah, the staircase was the well, only way. You got three you levels. Go, I went in at 94, time. but you gain a couple of levels in the fight. Fair. That's true. That's true. 
and there's just I wanted to play this game and have it have a review of it and have our feelings about like season two. Solo was the one who's he's actually been playing the games uh, recently, more recently yeah. than I have, and that's yeah. what I was looking forward to doing. Yo, but, Nintendo Switch, yeah. get fucking Kingdom Hearts. Like, there's no way you're not capable of running Warframe, but you they you can definitely can't. run it. But it's a first party fucking game for PS2 or sorry for PlayStation no, it in isn't general because they have it. On they're going Xbox for now. I know they're going for Xbox, but it's just like maybe Nintendo is that third stepchild that they don't like either way get shit together nintendo (laughs) the other biggest disappointment i'd say and this is more real this is more real and pertinent to plg and us covering the gaming industry in general is that uh i was actually kind of disappointed that the viewership of overwatch and esports in general that we covered not esports in general but let's go with overwatch specifically because i know that's true Overwatch viewership declined while we watched it. Season one was the highest. Season two declined. And like, it was sad to see that my own personal interest declined in the game. Like as soon as we stopped playing the game together, which like we said before, was the end of season one, we stopped kind of watching it, right? Because it was the same shit, different day. It was, it was different teams, of course, but they were playing the same maps with the same characters because the meta was the same, and it's sort of like we got and, tired and the new of characters the... are not it, it's not really additions to the game, they just add more clutter it's not like I was like, wow all, all the characters when we were playing regardless of the meta, felt like they fit perfectly into the game and I don't know anymore, now when I play it, I'm like, oh, this feels a little odd and it feels maybe, odd because we're not used to the breadth of characters, but yeah, it's just overall, I was sad that this big thing, even though, don't get me wrong, Overwatch has not died by any means. Like it is still popping. People have bought in for 35 million. They got fucking six more teams coming in. It's a lot of teams for 35 million a pop. Clearly people envision this to grow. It's just viewership numbers wise declined and that's sad for esports we'll see i mean they'll they'll keep trying to evolve it i mean we know they're gonna start branding as lifestyle brands um all right and so it'll be a natural evolution so um in order to keep the episode a little less short than long we're gonna skip trends um and just what? Okay, just, just list them jump, off. We're gonna, we're gonna list them off. I'm gonna it's go with quick, number one. Just rapid fire. Uh, I believe online. Wait, wait, wait. Describe, describe trends. Like, what do you mean trends, by trends? trends what did you, be, you know, what do you do, see or what do you expect? What, what you expect to develop in the coming years? What there is in go. the okay, midst okay. of infancy, etc. I, I want to make sure we're on the same page. The movement of uh, digital sales tax, online digital sales tax that Sony started paying that in fucking, Chicago no, to go I don't like that. to increase I don't across like that the nation. All. That makes me uh, sad. Two, I uh, will actually pause and wait till the next one to continue what I will say is a developing trend. Three, I expect to see more gaming lawsuits against uh, companies or individuals who are trying to do ROMs because gaming companies have suddenly realized their value in the same way music and movie companies were during the mm. piracy age. Okay, so they go after people. Um, four, uh, gaming will get bigger. And bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, fucking in the sense that non, non, non-endemic and non, you know, uh, 
uh, non-historic brands that have been invested in esports for a couple of years will start coming in, feel more Fair. comfortable. We'll see overall viewership and just even if Overwatch's numbers dipped in the first season, we're going to see a strong start to season two. You know, there's going to be an increased foundation. They'll have, you know, there we'll see season two changes. What season one had to offer. Fair. Uh, but that's all I had to say. Uh, I'm gonna okay. start each season two, but we'll. All right, I would say my trends, microtransactions are here to stay. I think the market's proved that. Uh, businesses are booming. People are willing to pay money. It's fucking dumb. And I try to avoid it. So does Solo. And when I say try to avoid it, of course, I'm not successful in this day and age. I paid but $5 for Pokemon Go. Uh, there we go. He just said he paid $5 for Pokemon Go in case you didn't hear through the yawn. Uh, <laughs> it is late at night in case you're wondering. But yes, microtransactions here to stay. Also, Battle Royales. That is we a trend that I think is going to continue on in the future. That's nah, fine. Go shoot. Raw, baby. Season two ends. This is what we do. Hey, hey, uh, natural. B- Battle Royales. <sighs> PUBG started it. Well, not really. H1Z1 started it. Then PUBG blew it up. Then Fortnite took over the scene. Now we got Battlefront 2 and also solo covered Red Dead 2 beta. Guess what? What do they have? They have a fucking Battle Royale mode. Guess who's coming out with another one? Battlefront 5. So uh sorry battlefield fraud not battlefront that was dumb but either way battle royales are definitely here to stay there's going to be different versions of them different versions of last team standing however the case is those are definitely here to stay cross form cross platform rather play here to stay sony relented like we said been big unexpected news guess what that's only going to happen more and more in the future as technology becomes more ubiquitous across all platforms and the uh, playing field evens out don't get me wrong pc is always going to lead however consoles will get better i'd say cell phones are getting better cross-platform here to stay multiplayer games are the new hotness we like our single player games we like god of war we like red dead but there is always that draw to multiplayer games that is going to take the esports market by storm. So esports will always and well, that's dumb. That's a dumb actually. Let me cross that off. Dumb. Either way, all the players are always going to be shooters. And then uh, number five would be esports in general. I think, like you said, you covered this. Esports, they're actually going to grow. I really do think they're going to grow. I think gaming's only get bigger. It's the fastest growing. Um, business or rather group of business whatever the case is in the united states right now so yeah they're they're gonna grow agree all right and uh, now it is time for a little bit of uh, that's right i'm just hitting the hadouken because it should be a rant but it is simultaneously past rants and a tooting of my own horn because sorry i had to do it in episode 34 way back in a date that I'm not familiar with at the moment because I should have checked what date that was, but uh, it was uh, six months ago, apparently, or seven months ago, some point ago. Anyway, I had spoken about something that I called the domino effect, and that was the way in which that the gaming industry uh, failing to self-regulate itself in loot boxes and microtransactions would inevitably lead to governments uh, across the world uh, having to regulate them with legislation. And uh, for the most part, that's occurred. Um, 
you know, in Belgium, uh, loot boxes have been declared gambling and companies have been, you know, threatened with criminal action for not taking it out or, you know, in the Dutch and the Netherlands as well, French authorities are looking at it. Uh, and now that circle has, as I had said, uh, when it hit a few of the European nations, if it hit a few more, it would end up in a couple of the bigger ones. And once they hit a few of the bigger ones, it would end up at the EU. And so then you're dealing with an entire block of nations I could potentially legislate uh, and regulate it, and Europe is much stronger on regulation with those. And now, lo and behold, it has come full circle here to sure. America, where the FTC, if you are not familiar, familiar, the Federal Trade Commission's commissioner has said that uh, he will look into loot boxes in video games, given that uh, the senator... Maggie Hassan from New Hampshire has mentioned, uh, basically based on her push uh, uh, in regards to the dangers of uh, the internet uh, following Facebook and Google Cambridge Analytica scandals, which different show if you want to hear that discussion. Uh, loot boxes are predicted to be a $50 billion business by 2020. They That's want a whole money. lot of fucking money. They want some chatter. That's they what they want. want. Money, they want taxes, like baby. Said, you're Congress saying taxes. Is here saying, pay the tax man. <laughs> pay if the you tax want man. That's exactly what it is. Bruh. They're like, who are you trying to profit from without paying us? Sorry. So, hold on. Sorry. Before you continue, this is what the gaming industry is trying to say to the FTC. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And then they realize that the U.S. government can regulate everything they do. And guess what? You lose, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Mess with the federal government. That will always end well. Uh, six mm-hmm. nine. Anyway. Ooh, cold. Cold-blooded. Truth, I like it. Truth. Truth, truth. Anyway, now we're going to pop it over to a little bit of... Uh, I'm going to hit that cue. I'm guessing that's what just happened because I couldn't hear it, but that's what we're going to work on later. It is my game spotlight. And just like Solo talked about his favorite rant and something that came true, I'd say I want to talk about my favorite game that I enjoyed covering and maybe the reason why. So funny enough, I actually have two in my favorite of game spotlights for season two. Number one relates to something we just talked about recently. It's just like Sol and I being able to play together, being able to play a game at the same time has been a game changer for understanding our feelings toward teams, if that makes sense. I know that sounds strange, but we both played Red Dead Redemption 2. Rather, we were both currently playing Red Dead Redemption 2 at the same time. That was my favorite review because we did that together and we both played about like, I say like 10 hours of the game and we had good initial impressions. They were different, however, It was at the same time, like literally during the same time span we played a game. So that was a fucking awesome experience. It wasn't just a Lilo spotlight. It was a PLG spotlight. And we got to do that shit together. Shout out. And it's just like, although we talked about playing multiplayer games together, like even just playing a single player game at the same time, like that was nice. The actual game that I am super happy about spotlighting is definitely going to be Splitgate. Hey. Shout out to them. Uh, they actually gave Solo and I 
both CD keys. We can currently play the game. Fucking wonderful people who are currently still in the alpha, still working out the kinks, but they do let everyone play who has a CD key at the same time just to test out the servers. Uh, Splitgate, if be you don't remember. Say that again? Might next be the next big thing. Hey, I, I think it's going to be the next big thing. And let me just find out for sure. As you're listening to clicking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just me. You know, Splitgate episode 45. We covered it, and that has to do with uh, a mixture of Portal. So Portal, Portal 2, which is the game on Steam, and Halo. You get to go through portals and go through all these different maps. Either way, we actually we covered this game, and then we got the shout out. We got a shout out on social media. They tweeted at PLG saying that Splitgate was the game they got from our game spotlight and they started playing it and they fucking love it so that sort of experience that um us having an impact on the gaming world at large and showing people different aspects of gaming and opening up doors is what we do this for it's fucking epic so yeah i'd say Splitgate is going to be a big thing and that was one of the funnest things to spotlight not gonna lie great people tweet at them they're very responsive Great social media crew. Yeah, super awesome team. Uh, we are very happy to have uh, gotten y'all yep. to send us some shit. But anyway, uh, now we're going to finally lead you into, that's right, the final of the finalist laps of season two. Yes. Hey. What is it? What are we doing? We're home. We're home. Uh, we are going to be doing just our three sort of projections for the show, which we might just should save for next week and just give instead a map for or for for a following it is, episode. We can we can also cover it in depth. We I think in this depth. we can All gloss right. over it and then we can cover it in depth later. But like number yeah. one, um, expect to start seeing a lot of industry guests on the show in the coming season being interviewed Dude, by Lilo and I. It's like we're on the same page. It's crazy. Also, let's clarify before we start this. These are projections that we want for the upcoming season. No, these are things that we plan to do this upcoming season. Okay, fair. F- things that we plan That'd to do. That would be the best way to describe it. The, the, we, we, these are things that we have in the plans, but that we hope to execute in a manner that will be enjoyable to listen to is the best way to put it. <laughs> fair. Okay, you Next said one. Guest. Yeah. Two, I have uh, top five in podcast. Not just kidding. Oh, We're oh, already oh. top two, not two. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit about rating, so uh, we chilling. <laughs> Confusing. Mer- okay, mer- okay. Mer- merchandise is coming out in I season like three. That is a merchandise for sure. Shirts and hoodies. Giveaways, 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 giveaways. Uh, And uh, number three, uh, expect to hear a lot more uh, standalone evergreen content in the sense Mm -hmm. that we will be doing, uh, you know, research one off segments that we haven't done yet, where mostly we stay to a week to week basis. But uh, we are going to start doing if you're, say, a fan of the podcast Freakonomics when they do a sort of little 20-30 minute episode on a single topic with potential guests who are just sort of researched out 
expect to see a lot more content uh, that is not simply uh, weekly news would be the best way to put it. And uh, now I'm going to kick it over to Lilo for his projections. Uh, I got some projections. That's all I got. Uh, Obviously, we're friends and hosted the show for the for reason because we understand each other. I also said that we will have more interviews and we will have more outside content. We want more people coming in. Like that's a an idea that I think our namesake interview series. We want to expand that out, and that's going to happen in season three for sure. Uh, number two, I'd say more book reviews. Our book reviews are successful. Hey. I think they give us insight into the gaming industry. They're done well. We've two for two honestly feeling pretty good about them and i think if we do two next season that's not unreasonable especially since the season actually spans seven months so one a month. two books in seven months yeah one a month is the ideal i'm going with two we'll see how it goes we month. have different schedules one set of picture books um three i'd say we're going to do more mutual gaming experiences so that we can bounce them off each other and share and you know give the users an understanding of our mutual experience and how we feel about games in general. Uh, number four, multiple streaming. We are probably going to debut at one time next season, at least one time, streaming our podcast live, and then the episode will just come out the next day. So that's going to happen. And then five, you're going to see more social media presence. That's a definitive. I think that's something that Sol and I have made a rule for our seasons we need to make sure that we keep pushing out and uh, you can see all the progression that we're making and with we that might said, even do faith reveals maybe just kidding maybe if we're lucky no, we're not i mean in the streaming we have to so yeah get us I'd to say, a million yeah. fo- get us to a million subscribers and we'll show you our faces that's the best way to do it deal yeah anyway that's all we got that's season two in a nutshell it was a little bit sort of like in our mind, as Lilo said, in, in the top of the hour, that was the separation. And we finally defined who we are. Expect to see that definition become much more cemented and imagine, and expect the quality to become far more uh, polished. The depth get way deeper. And <laughs> I like it. We coming back strong. Season Mariana's three. trench, baby. List Getting squad, super fucking deep. Back in the building. Also, listen to JID's new album, DiCaprio 2. Shit is amazing. And we're off next week. On the Lilo, as usual. Take us home. For Yo, thank you very time. much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to us for season two. For following us throughout our journey as we're progressing. Uh, we started off... Uh, a little shaky, but that's happens on the launch pad as you blast off into space, baby. We went through some perturbation, perturbations together, and yeah, just forgive my English. But uh, we're improving. We're excited to give you new content. You know about what we want to bring you for season three. Be on the lookout, and we'll hit you up in a few weeks. All right. This is PLG signing off. <laughs> <laughs>